you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. That's right, it is Friday, it is time for the Stardom Sidham Show. Welcome everybody to Week 16. I'm Marcus Grant, that's Michael F. Florio, and the fantasy playoffs are underway. Semi-final weekend, a lot of fantasy playoffs have already begun. Got going on Thursday night with the Rams and the Saints right over there at SoFi Stadium. Meantime, we're going to take you through the rest of Week 16. You had a busy week because not only do you have a ton of teams in the playoffs, I know you're going to be at SoFi for Bills Chargers Ooh, on Saturday. I am. The only question is how much Bills stuff should I wear to All of it? Yeah. I, like, I asked Nicoletta, I was like, should I wear my, like, Bills socks too? And she's like, no, 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 maybe, maybe don't do that. But I think I'm going to. I think you wear all of the things. I think that's just what you do because <laughs> I think the Bills are going to win uh, fairly easily in that one. In the meantime, we got a lot to talk about. Of course, uh, Florio writes the Stardom Sit'em column. You can read that every single week at NFL.com slash Start Sit. We will talk about his top starts and sits because that's the name of the show. Uh, also going to tell you who's going to pile up the points and Laquan Jones, and I'm sure a pretty fire shirt's going to come by a little bit later to talk about some streamers. But let's get started with the quarterback list. For week 16, taking a look at your starts and sits, who you got? Justin Fields is in play, I think, in a bounce back spot. Brock Purdy, I don't care about the matchup. He's too good to get away from. Jake Browning is in play. And the fourth name there, that was Matthew Stafford. Hopefully you started him. The sits, Russell Wilson, we'll talk about him. It's all over for Sam Howell. You can go ahead and drop him now with the matchups that he has left. Minshew, and then I'm not chasing the points from last week. Aiden O'Connell, that said more about the Chargers than it did AOC. 100% about that. Yeah, that was less about the Raiders, more about the guys on the other side with the the lightning bolts on their helmets. Uh, let's go back to Jake Browning because he's been a pretty good starter ever since Joe Burrow went down. Did not have a great game the last time he faced the Steelers, though, a few weeks ago. But you believe he's going to bounce back this week. 
Yeah, I, I do. That was his first start when he faced the Steelers. Since then, in his last three, 23 fantasy points per game, nearly 320 passing yards per game. Even with that down performance, he is the sixth best fantasy quarterback in the last month. And the Steelers, their last two games, 20 or more fantasy points to Gardner Minshew and Bailey Zappi. So yeah, I, I think you stick with what has been working as of late. And uh, that that is Jake Browning, even though I am unfortunately... Facing him in our fantasy live league. I mean, we were worried about what Jake Browning was going to do, whether or not we could start any of our Bengals. And look, it's not exactly the same as it was with Joe Burrow, but it's been pretty good uh, with Jake Browning so far at quarterback. Meanwhile, Russell Wilson, you and I were talking about this just a few days ago, that Russell Wilson is actually playing better this year than he did last year. But in fantasy, you're still only getting like 15 to 17 points from him. It hasn't really translated to the fantasy numbers this week. He's got the Patriots. Their offense stinks. Their defense does not, though. Yeah, I think this man right here, because I like to think this is Bill Belichick stuck in the <laughs> chimney, uh, he's going to make life tough on Russell Wilson this week. And like Marcus just said, safe floor, like 15 to 17 points every week. The issue is Russell Wilson hasn't reached 18 in five straight games. Now he gets the Patriots, who since week 11, uh, I mean, since week 10, I mean, only Mitchell Trubisky has topped 16 fantasy points against his Patriots defense. And most of that came in garbage time with a rushing touchdown mixed in there as well. Uh, they held Mahomes to fewer than 16, Justin Herbert and Gardner Minshew to single digits against them. So in what could be a low scoring rock fight kind of game, I think uh, you try to get away from Russell Wilson. I mean, you talk about him just hitting the 18 points uh, once over the last few weeks. He's only done it once since week six. I mean, we go back, you have to go wow. back a ways for him to have actually put together a back-to-back 18-point -back game. So that's kind of what it's been for Russell Wilson. Those are the quarterbacks. Let's talk some wide receivers. The guy's catching the football this week. Who do you like as a start and a sit? I think uh, Stephon Diggs, look, call me a homer all you want. Homer. He's playing the Chargers. You play him. Rasheed Rice is the Chiefs wide receiver one. T. Higgins is now the Bengals wide receiver one. Jordan Addison, I'll take the L on him last week. Calvin Ridley, uh, even in with a great matchup, is in play. And then the sits. Terry McLaurin, uh, it hurts me to say, but the Jets are a tough matchup. Marquise Brown, not looking like he's going to suit up, but have a plan for him whether or not he does. Adam Thielen and the ultimate boomer bust option in Gabe <laughs> Davis is one that I, I think I'm going to try to play it safe with. All right, so uh, let's kind of break some of these down individually. You mentioned Jordan Addison. You were off of him last week. I admit that I was not all that excited about him. I didn't know what Nick Mullins was going to do. Um, we talked about this. Nick Mullins did not have a good actual real life game, but he had a good fantasy game. Jordan Addison just had a straight up good game regardless. Yeah. And so like two touchdowns, the second one I watched and I was like, what are you doing? Letting Nick Mullins throw that ball. But hey, he caught it. It was a touchdown. Uh, and yeah, I I'll take the L for last week. Addison had been struggling. It was a third string quarterback, but he looks Nick Mullins looks like a better passer for this Vikings passing attack than Josh Dobbs has been. So I think that puts Jordan Addison in play, especially this week as the Lions have really struggled against wide receivers. It's going to be a game, in my opinion, where the Vikings have to put up points because the Lions will get plenty of their own, which probably means more throwing. So because of all that, I think Jordan Addison remains in play. I mean, he continues to have a very good rookie season. I know, you know we talk about rookie receivers. Puka Nakua comes to the top of the list, but let's not overlook what Jordan Addison has done over the majority of the year this year for the Vikings. Calvin Ridley, I mean, you, you talk about a guy who just yeah, 
Some weeks it seems great. Some weeks he seems to sort of disappear. But without Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley has really stepped to the forefront for the Jaguars. And then it's a great matchup this week against the Bucs. Exactly the reasons why I love Calvin Ridley this week. 25 targets in his last two games combined. He leads the NFL with 17 end zone targets. I know it becomes a weekly game of is he going to make a miraculous catch in the end zone for a touchdown or not, but the Bucs have allowed the second most yards to wide receivers. They're top four in yards and touchdowns on deep passes. We know that he'll get a couple of downfield shots, so whether or not Trevor Lawrence plays, I think you could start Calvin Ridley. He just becomes a, a lot more volatile if it's not Trevor Lawrence throwing him passes. Yeah, I mean, I think that's sort of the issue there. Now, Trevor Lawrence did practice on Friday. Still got to wait to see whether or not he clears concussion protocol and is able to go this week against Tampa Bay. You mentioned Gabe Davis, the ultimate boomer bust, right? He has been the cardio king of the week on Fantasy Live, I think at least four times, maybe five. He's got multiple games with 0.00 points. It's the Bluto Blutarski for those of you who are of a certain age. Um, the Chargers this week. I mean, you couldn't really ask for a better matchup than that, but you were still not starting Gabe Davis. The only way I would play Gabe Davis is if like you're a huge underdog and you need to swing for the fences because he could have like a 20-point game this week. I'm not saying he can't. The issue is in three of the four games with Joe Brady as the Bills offense coordinator, he has not scored a single fantasy point. And in those three games, he has four targets combined. Or three targets. So no volume going his way. It's been more Diggs and, and Kincaid and Shakir. But the matchup, again, does always lead to a high ceiling. If you're in a close game looking for a safe floor, Davis is not the play for you. Only if you are swinging for the fences, I think you try to get him in. I just have this weird feeling. There's nothing analytical to sort of back this up. But just that they're going to overcorrect because he has been not involved at all. That somehow they just get him really heavily involved. That seems to have been the case. I'm hoping that that narrative goes to Diggs, not Gabe Davis. I think Diggs eats too. No, no, no. He's the first choice. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But Gabe Davis, like, you know, this could be a game where all of a sudden he's got like three catches for like a buck 10, like a touchdown or something. Sounds like 300 yards and multiple touchdowns for Josh Allen to me. Not out of the question <laughs> against the Chargers. Uh, also not out of the question is us coming back and talking some more starts and sits. We got running backs and tight ends. Stick around for more of the Stardom Sit'em Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's he going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's more holiday than football? The Holiday Classic is back on NFL Network. Christmas Eve is a special night of primetime football as the New England Patriots Take on the Denver Broncos. It's the NFL Holiday Classic Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Time to take a look at some start-sit running backs for Week 16. Florio, go! James Cook is as must-start as he can be. Bijan Robinson, I think, is going to bounce back in a big way this week. Same thing with Derrick Henry. DeAndre Swift keeps getting a lot of volume. And speaking of volume, Ezekiel Elliott... Far too much to get away from in a great matchup. Some sits. Javante, because again, I'm worried about this Broncos offense against the Patriots. Jerome Ford, because the Texans have been one of the hardest matchups for running backs. Najee Harris has given you nothing as of late. You have to get away. And Gus Edwards, because 49ers. All right. So uh, let's kind of dive into some of these individually. Uh, DeAndre Swift going against the Giants. The Eagles sputtering they've lost three in a row right now people are panicking in philadelphia they're turning over cheesesteak trucks the whole thing um they're not running the ball super effectively but you do think deandre swift can break through against big blue yeah and eagles fans who are freaking out just it might be better to go on the road and face the winner of the nfc south than to win your division and play the rams at home just food for thought but deandre swift very much so in play i know last week was a floor game with 9.5 fantasy points but 20 touches 60% of the carries he got stopped at the goal line only to watch Jalen Hurts punch it in yeah I know that that part's a little annoying but the volume is what we want especially in a matchup against the Giants who allowed the third most rushing yards to running backs this year 10th most fantasy points third most rushing touchdowns so yeah uh, I think this is a game where if the Eagles have a lead as well they're not going to be trailing like they have been as of late so probably a lot of DeAndre Swift to grind out the clock yeah this feels like a get right game I keep saying the Eagles just went through a gaunt I mean, just the, the stretch they went through in like five games. Uh, it'd be hard for any team. I think this is a chance for them to bounce back. Meanwhile, the Ravens and the 49ers, that is how the weekend ends on Monday night. Should be a great game. Two very good offenses, two very good defenses. Uh, how are you feeling about Gus the Bus Edwards against that Niner run defense? I, I'm very scared of that 49ers run defense. I do not love starting running backs against them, especially safe floor running backs. And that's what Gus Edwards typically has been when Keaton Mitchell is not in there. But he does not have a game this year with double-digit fantasy points without a rushing touchdown. Uh, the 49ers have allowed the second-fewest rushing yards, uh, seventh-fewest fantasy points per game. They are very stingy. Uh, they don't allow a bunch of running backs either. Lamar is always a threat. So not look, I understand some of you in a pinch might need to start him because of volume. But if I have options, I'm going to choose the one that is not facing the 49ers. All right. The other part of that, though, is he does play the very last game. So you got to make your decision early about what you're going to do with yes. Gus Edwards, uh, because there's no going back once you <laughs> make that move and it gets to Monday. Uh, let's turn our attention now to tight ends for week 16. Always, uh, you know, the names are kind of the names at this point, but who do you like as a start? <laughs> who do you like as a set? Uh, Evan Ingram, because volume, Isaiah likely will talk about even in a tough matchup. David Njoku is a must-start option in that fourth name. It was Taysom Hill. I apologize. Uh, the sits, <laughs> Kyle Pitts. I'm washing my hands clean of him as long as Arthur Smith is the head coach. Gerald Everett, because it could just be an ugly game for the Chargers. Logan Thomas has fallen out of favor as of late. And Michael Mayer, I know, uh, caught a touchdown last week. He's more a tight end to get excited about next year, not in the fantasy playoff. Michael Mayer, definitely with dynasty vibes. 
vibes as opposed to I need him in my second week of the playoff vibes. Um, let's talk, talk about, though, Isaiah Likely. You mentioned it. You're worried about the matchup with Gus Edwards against the uh, 49ers run defense. You seem like you feel a little more confident about Isaiah Likely against the Niners pass defense. Yeah, in three games without Mark Andrews this year, he has scored 8, 19, and 18 fantasy points. Good for 15 fantasy points per game. It's basically Mark Andrews. Um, And the 49ers, I know they look like a tough matchup on paper, but since week 11, they've allowed the second most yards to tight ends. They just gave up a really big day to Trey McBride. Um... And the 49ers are going to score points. So the Ravens might actually have to throw the ball more than usual in this game. And Isaiah likely is a top target for Lamar Jackson. So I think you just keep starting. I mean, he's a good, talented player and he's getting volume in that passing game. It makes it hard to get away from him regardless of the situation. Meanwhile, Gerald Everett, you know, I think I've sort of given up on trying to fit Gerald Everett into a lineup somewhere. I kept trying it and Donald Parham kept ruining my dreams. So like I'm done having my heart broken. Um, don't love the matchup against the Bills. Don't really love the Chargers offense with Easton Stick. This feels like an easy sit call. Yeah, and, and the thing is, Everett, like like you, I'm the same way. A lot of weeks when I'm in a pinch and I need a tight end off the waiver wire, I'm like, oh, Gerald Everett, he's usually good for like 9, 10 fantasy points, something like that. But when you're a safe floor option in a bad matchup, that floor gets lowered. And that's exactly what the Bills are. Since week 11, they've allowed fewer than 200 yards to tight ends, no touchdowns, and just a 57 passer rating on those targets to the position. So in what could be an ugly game, I would try to get away from Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett, it's like it's like that time I, I think in college I went and got the non-craft macaroni and cheese because I'm like, it's slightly cheaper. And then I got home and I'm like, that's why I didn't. I, I <laughs> There's a reason why it's cheaper. There's a reason why it's cheaper completely. And that's kind of how I feel about Gerald Everett. Like, hey, it seems out there. Seems like a great idea. And then like, it's it's not a great idea. It's not about you, Gerald. Uh, it's just about the offense. And now with Easton Stick there, quarterback. Yeah, even less reason to be excited about what could be. Coming up, Laquan Jones joins us to talk some streamers, plus taking a little trip to Club Dub. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have ticked it off? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Time to sign up for the stream team. We're going to talk some streamers, go quarterbacks and kickers, because kickers deserve love, too, and help us out with that. Researcher extraordinaire and fire shirt enthusiast Laquan Jones. Uh, we had sort of like an unofficial company holiday party, a bunch of us, uh, about a week ago. And uh, Florio and I and some others sort of bullied you into wearing that shirt today. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> We're here today. <laughs> uh, but it's great. It works for the holiday season. It's very it's Christmassy. Uh, Florio here is dressed in red and green. I'm dressed like Krampus because, like, I don't know, I just am bad at planning. Just leave me alone. <laughs> um, let's start, though, with some streaming quarterback options for the week. Uh, and it, it only makes sense that a guy from Jersey is going to plug a guy from Jersey here. Yeah, of course. Big Jersey, man. Tommy DeVito has a opportunity to be a true fantasy hero with the matchup against the Eagles who are allowing the second most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. And he's been smart with the football as of late as well. He has, hasn't thrown an interception since week 10. One fumble loss, but for the most part, he has been smart and cautious with the football. With some rushing upside, I think he can come out as clean as he could be to punch a couple fantasy managers' ticket to the fantasy championships and put some big points on the board. Meanwhile, Florio here is not just disrobing because he's trying to be weird or lewd. It's because he's got a, a fun DeVito t-shirt. Get excited for Tommy Collins. <laughs> We're here. We, That's we are here. <laughs> he, he came expressly for the purpose of pumping up. Not not really, but uh, there's watch Fantasy Live. It'll make sense. Trust <laughs> us. But it did work out for the purposes of this show. Uh, so because Tommy DeVito is off the board as a streaming quarterback, who do you like as a streamer? Yeah, you, I probably should have gave you this shirt. Uh, yeah. I don't have a Baker Mayfield shirt, but I'm excited about Baker Mayfield in this one. Uh, I almost said Tommy Cutlets there. Baker Mayfield, 16 or more fantasy points in 9 of 14 games this year, but his last two, 20 or more. Last week was his best game of the year. Now he gets the Jacks, who've allowed the third most fantasy points to quarterbacks. And if Trevor Lawrence plays, I think this could be a high-scoring game. So Baker Mayfield... I think is someone that is going to punch some tickets to a fantasy championship. I very much like Baker this week. Um, I keep saying it. I mean, he was an easy punchline at the start of the season, but he's played well. And more importantly, he has uh, helped elevate Mike Evans and to some points, uh, Chris Godwin as well. Uh, I'm going to go with Geno Smith. And not just because people keep randomly telling me I look like the dude uh, on occasion, <laughs> um, but because he is back under center for the Seattle Seahawks this week. And he's got a great matchup ahead of him against the Tennessee Titans. We have been picking on the Titans secondary all year long. This seems like another opportunity to do that. I think DK Metcalf is very much in play this week, even uh, Tyler Lockett. I know Lockett's been kind of on the struggle bus this year, but this does seem like a Tyler Lockett week. And who knows, maybe we even get another big JSN touchdown. But either way, if you are looking for a streamer at quarterback, consider Geno and putting him in your lineup. All right, we're going to switch gears uh, and talk about some kickers because kickers, man. Um, if you had to pick a kicker to stream this week, Laquan, who would it be? Uh, well, look, I mean, look, it's going to be a very defensive battle between the Broncos and the Patriots. So, this Patriots defense have been elite all season long, so they're going to be cutting some drives short. So I think this sets him up for some opportunities to get some field goals, put some points on the board. He's pretty good, man. Top seven in the NFL right now, pretty accurate, 93%. Three for four from 50. So you're getting a guy that you could just plug and play this week to get some points on the board, man. You're going to be watching that game Sunday night. Just just yeah. get the points. Might as well just go get the points uh, while you're at it, by the way. That uh, That is a, a little shot for us to uh, tell you to watch the game. It's on NFL Network streaming on NFL Plus, the holiday nice classic. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's what I do here. Uh, if you had to pick a kicker, Florio, who would it be for you? Matt Gay, who last week I was like, hey, don't quit on him after his 
zero point game two weeks ago. He bounced back last week with 12 fantasy points, was the top scoring kicker on the week. Now has topped that number in two of his last three games. He's been reliable all year long. Plus, against the Falcons, the Colts are going to accept the points. I guarantee you that. They're not going to be aggressive. And it's an indoor game. Just... I always, this time of year, feel better about kickers indoors. Absolutely, because you don't really need them out in the elements, kicking, uh, you know, in snow and wind and ice and all that kind of stuff. Do you guys remember old, old enough to remember barefoot kickers in the NFL? Yes. I've yes. seen videos. I, I remember like the, the Broncos had a barefoot kicker who would kick like in the snow in December in Denver, Oof. which seems insane. That's a wild boy. You have to explain to me how someone thinks taking their shoe off is a better idea than kicking with a cleat. I have no idea. Um, I can't <laughs> begin grip. to tell you that. Uh, I don't know. I, I got no answers for you. But that was a thing that happened uh, very much uh, in the 80s. A lot of barefoot kickers there. Uh, speaking of kickers, if I had to pick one, I'm going to go Dustin Hopkins going for the Cleveland Browns uh, against the Houston Texans. One, because it is going to be indoors like we just talked about. Uh, also, the Browns are moving the football. They're not necessarily scoring a ton of touchdowns. So I do think there's going to be some opportunities for Hopkins to kick some field goals against a Texans defense that has certainly been improving as the season has gone along. I think this is going to be a weirdly entertaining game, uh, but I do think Hopkins is going to get some some interesting opportunities. The Browns kicking game has been kind of so-so this year, but I think Hopkins is worth uh, putting in a lineup there. So there it is. Uh, kickers deserve love too. If you're streaming, I know a lot of people like you draft a kicker and you just tend to set it and forget it. And like, maybe, yeah. you, maybe you switch him out like on his bye week but like sometimes it can actually make a difference if yeah. you actually decide Justin to, Tucker. to play Justin Tucker. Young Way Koo. Uh, just think go. about that. I almost picked Young Way Koo, and I'm like, nobody's streaming him because if you have him, you just have him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nobody's, nobody's moving you're Young Way Koo. You're picking up a second kicker. Exactly. It's time now for Club Dub. These are the guys we guarantee will score you at least 25 fantasy points this week. So, uh, Laquan, who you got? Uh, there's not enough love in the fantasy streets for Rashad White. Coming for out of season. our show. Why we give him a lot of love on this yeah, show? Yeah, I mean, like, he's been having a great season. He's a top 10 running back this season with a favorable matchup against this Jags defense. And one area that the Jags have been lacking all season are receptions to running backs. They're allowing the most at the position. And the top three running back performances versus this Jags defense this season are all running backs who catch passes out of the backfield. CMC, Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon. So he has the ability to be involved in the passing game and check downs from Baker Mayfield. We saw him make some really good plays and take it to the house. So I think this week he's putting up 25, man. He really kind of took off when the Bucks stopped using him primarily as a running back and more yeah. as a pass catcher. There you go. Because he's not efficient as a running back, but he's catching the football. Uh, you get that one extra point in there just because. Let's uh, go. How do you feel about PPR? This is the world we live in. <laughs> um, all right. I mean, I would call you a homer for this pick, but I also agree with it. So <laughs> first, Rashad White, you better bring out your best shirt to Club Sud because Laquan, he brought it. He brought it. Uh, <laughs> Stephon Diggs, call me a homer all you want. Stephon Diggs has not been playing like Stephon Diggs as of late in his last five games. Just one big game. The thing is, those four down games were all teams that are in the bottom 12 in fantasy points allowed to running uh, to wide receivers. Last week, they didn't have to throw the ball at all. Now he gets the Chargers who are they've allowed. They're in the top four in most yards, touchdowns and fantasy points allowed to wide receivers. Last week, my logic was, hey, I'm starting Devontae Adams because if he gives me a bad performance in a great matchup, I can live with it. And it's exactly how I feel about Stephon Diggs. But I think the Bills are going to make a conscious approach to get their top option going. I definitely do. I think they're going to get him very much involved. I know you said you're worried about Gabe Davis. I get it. I think he gets involved too. I just think if you have a Bills pass catcher this week, good week to get him in the lineup uh, against the Chargers. For me, 
sitting in the corner in club stud with a bottle of champagne, wearing a crown like Biggie. It's going to be Derrick Henry. Ooh, right? The king is still the king. I know last week was not a good week for him, right? The 20 touches, just 10 yards. Uh, look, this week he's facing a bad run defense. The Seahawks not good against the run. Why would they be? They're birds. Uh, so I think King Henry gets it done on the ground. Volume has never been the issue for him this season. Now he has a really good matchup as well. I don't know how many more times. We only got a couple more games of him likely in a Titans uniform. I think this week he gives us one of those vintage Derrick Henry performances that reminds us why he's been so good in this league and why he's been such a fantasy star for a long time. Uh, so I think we can kind of lock that up this week and get him in the club. Son. Just, just popping bottles, man. There you go. Um, you know, he's going to gift you a. Uh Fantasy points. Tell your friends to get with my friends. We can be friends. It'll be a whole thing. <laughs> kings uh, say kings. You should have a crown, not a helmet. Go. Absolutely. Yes. I, I got a gift for you guys. Uh-oh. Season of giving. Uh-oh. Now, I want to thank you guys for always, you know, looking out for me, involving oh, me in things. So, wow. Come bearing gifts for the fellas, the homies. I had no idea. Can we open this now or should yeah, we wait? Yeah, should open it now. Oh, okay, okay. Let's, uh... Oh, snap. A little Carnage Funko Pop. See, anybody who knows me knows I'm a, I'm a Spider-Man <laughs> fanatic. So the Carnage Funko Pop, I'm all about this life. This is, got some heat. This is amazing. This is a Mac Miller comic book. Oh, my God. This, <laughs> is, this is going on Hand my... illustrated. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's the self-care video in... That's amazing. Dude, thank you so Shut much. Shut up, man. Absolutely, thank man. you so much. <laughs> I am I'm glad you guys like it. Uh, this is, which is a good time for us to maybe shut this thing down before I get all emotional here. Uh, <laughs> thank you to all of you uh, who've been watching us all season long. I know we're not done yet, but it's the end of the year. Uh, so want to say thank you to all of you. Uh, we want to say wish you best of luck in your fantasy playoffs and have a Merry Christmas as well. That'll do it for this edition of the Stardom Sidham Show for Laquan Jones, for Michael F. Florio, for all the specialists out there. I'm Marcus Grant. Thanks for checking us out. Enjoy the weekend, everybody, and we'll talk to you again real soon. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 